Get on, boys. I'm a chicken fucker. Congratulations on six years of deviancy. We've had some great shows, mostly good shows, a couple of shit shows. <coughs> but on average, excellent work. Keep it going, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Peace out, homies. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. Wackerly here. Happy anniversary, Wackerly. Happy fucking anniversary. Fucking anniversary? Fucking six years, man. (laughs) What's the official gift that you're supposed to give me in the six year? Uh, It's not the finger. (laughs) <laughs> I thought Not that's that what... finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy six year anniversary, dude. That's it's quite yeah, a feat. Happy I'm... anniversary to you as well. I mean, seriously, have you ever been in a relationship with a woman for six years? No, I think my long. Well, maybe they all blur together, right? It's about if if not this long, then about this long. This is longer. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go out on the limb and say that this is longer. Yeah, I mean it's and we're still going strong, which is just uh it's just amazing. It, it it's funny. It's like I can't even I find it hard to believe that we've been doing, doing this show this long and we've never even missed a week. Never missed a week. Yeah, we've never gone 2 weeks and said oh, we we've been late. Yes, we've been late. People know that and they point that out. But we've <laughs> never missed nervous. a week. It's like it's like their girlfriend's period, you know. They get so nervous when it's late, the fans. Well, I'm gonna toast. I'm gonna toast to never having missed a week for I don't know what, what show. 314 episodes. Here's to that. Happy is anniversary. This 314. This I is episode 314. Hmm. So people Pie. listening, you know, this is the anniversary show. I think we might be. We'll probably be just as drunk as we have been in past anniversary shows, and and I think this one's gonna be a little bit different though. It's going to be a sick and wrong retrospective of sorts, kind of like a clip the, show. Is that a fancy word for a clip show? A clip show. More or less, it's going to be a clip show. Usually they do the clip show like on a bad sitcom when the actors want a day off, or, or maybe the studio doesn't want to pay them for that extra episode. Well, that, that, but I that's predict this is going to take us as long or longer than doing the normal show to get through all these clips. Well, we're not taking a day off. There's, there's a no. reason why we're doing these clips. And we we don't have in, we don't have interns either. So like actually we had to get the clips ourselves. So it's not like that saved any time. And this isn't just a straight clip show. I mean, we have some fan input, we have some phone calls, some emails, we're going to have some special guests. But um yeah, we're going to we we went through painstakingly and picked out some of our favorite clips. Um we got some calls, but you know what was interesting, Wackerly? It took a while to go through 300 plus or 300 plus catalog of of shows. You listen to every single one, every minute of every episode? No. <laughs> oh, you didn't? <laughs> Do you imagine? I think I would, I would go insane. It would take a while. It'd be like the shining in here. No, I, you know, I, w- I went through and I kind of uh, looked at, uh, in iTunes, I looked at the description. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But I, but I mean, I did listen to a considerable amount of each show. As and did I. I got to say, after listening 
two hours of sick and wrong in the past few days, I came to the realization that we're fucking assholes, dude. <laughs> like we it's seriously true. are. We are remorseless pricks, devoid of any moral character. I mean, I think yeah, I, I think agree. years ago, you shoved your moral compass up your dirt button next to that slide whistle that was lost for so long. I found the slide whistle. <laughs> I have it right here. But I mean, seriously, we're... here's here's my moral moral compass from episode one to episode three hundred. <laughs> that sounds about right. But seriously, we're cynical bastards who crack wise at horrendous, awful things like murder, rape, pedophilia. You know, we encourage people to engage in reckless, licentious, wanton behavior. Um, we invite True. guests on our show. And then immediately, after they hang up, just start disparaging them, ripping on them. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we disparage them before we get them on the phone. Never when we have them, uh, you know, there to defend themselves. Yeah, no, yeah, we're it's quite we're, cowardly. We're, yeah, we're we're quite cowardly, but also somewhat like falsely respectful. Which I think mm -hmm. this false air of respect. And as soon as they hang smarmy, up, smarmy. <laughs> some people would call that smarmy. <laughs> we exaggerate and exploit people's character flaws. We make fun of retarded people. We're sort of like the Eddie Haskells. But, you know, I mean, we could go on all day just uh, showing our faults. So I was thinking about this. Instead of celebrating like we've done in past anniversary shows and getting really drunk and saying, oh, sick and wrong forever, blah, blah, blah. I think with this year, this six-year anniversary, much like a hapless Alcoholics Anonymous member, maybe it's time for us to make amends. Well, that's not the first step, is it? How, well, no, but I mean, how many steps is that into the twelve-step program? Is making amends? I think it's like number eight or something. But I think maybe we should. This is that with this show, this six-year anniversary show. It's time to right some of our wrongs through the years. We should almost be assholes anonymous because I'm not giving up drinking. <laughs> that, as long as we don't have to admit Dennis Leary. Yeah, I think Dennis <laughs> Leary. That dumb would, uh, song that you could never get away from for that entire year after it came out. He's kind of a charter member, though. He's such an asshole, that guy. Well, he thinks he is. It's an act. Well, so anyway. We, we're truly assholes. I mean, right down to the cowardliness. -ness, Just everything. I mean, the after listening to these six, years, these six years of episodes, I was like, Jesus, man. How do we have friends? How do, we, how do, how do I have a girlfriend? Well. I, I still don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> so let's take a look at the actual 12-step program for Alcoholics Anonymous and see if we can maybe, somehow through this episode, have a spiritual awakening. Yeah, so, that's, that part's going to be hard, the spirituality, but let's, let's try it. I don't think we're going to make it through all these steps, but uh, we, we can see the ones that are applicable. So, okay. okay, number one here, we admit we're powerless over alcohol and that our lives have become unmanageable. I can admit that. Yeah, that's cool. All right, that's fine. If I, don't have to, if I don't have to actually change my behavior, I have no problem admitting it. When's the last time you went two days without a drink? Last week. Two, day, two days in consecutive days? I think so. Liar. <laughs> so does one drink count? Like, if you just have one drink with dinner, that doesn't count. I'm just right. saying no alcohol whatsoever, no beer, oh, not even half a beer. <laughs> that's tough. I can't even I'm remember. trying to cut the cigarettes out. That's my mission now. So now I'm trying to go like... Every other day, not smoking. Yeah, I'm trying to do that too. But then we'll work hard. on the, the other habits. Okay, number two try. here. Yeah. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. Hmm. Would that be like Steve Jobs? If he like 
put us at the top of the iTunes ranking. Well, he's definitely a power greater than us. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if he maybe yeah boosted our even iTunes in ratings. death, even yeah. in death, he is that power. I guess that's yeah. Most most gods die and then resurrect, right? Yeah. So I mean, I, I could see the better that. ones. All right, number three here. Uh, we've made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> pass. Um, you can just pass, right? It's, it's Alcoholics Anonymous. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, we're, we're, just, we're passing that. Um, we've made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Well, I think we have. We I don't even through... understand that phrase. No, but I mean, okay, think about it. We went through all those clips. You know, oh, we're, right. we've recognized some, some wrongdoings, some character flaws in ourselves. Recognize that the show is pretty terrible to listen to <laughs> when you're forced to. Uh, we've admitted to God. Jesus Christ, there's such holy rollers here. Um, we've admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. You is know? this the making amends part, or is this preliminary to making amends? It's we're making amends is coming up. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, whatever, dude. I told you that we that I'm wrong. Whatever. All right, we, we've done that. Um, we've asked God to remove these defects of character. God, this God shit. Let's just move on past the God shit. <laughs> Get rid of all the God ones. Yeah, I know. It's like, okay, Not how do we ask him to remove God our shortcomings? Jesus. It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so these people are addicted to alcohol, and now they're brainwashing to become addicted to God? I'm not letting any priest take my shorts off. If that's I'm not sucking asking. the God dick. Right, we're passing on the God stuff. Okay, okay, here it is. We've made a list of all the people we've harmed, and became willing to make amends to them all. And that's kind of what, what we've done here on the show. And we're going to make direct clips amends. we've selected. Yeah, we, we're going to make a direct, some direct amends to some people whenever, wherever possible. There's a couple of people we're going to call. And then there's some more God, blah, blah, blah. Continue to take personal inventory and ask God to improve our conscience, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that? Wait, when do you become cool again? Is that that's step 12? I like, just think you become awesome? God boys that just... You know, like uh, uh, my girlfriend's uh, father, he's been sober for like 20 years, and all he talks about was how great it was when he used to drink and how much <laughs> he used to drink. So I think what happens is you you just you go to church, and then you talk about like, oh, my God, it used to be so awesome when I could drink three-fifths of gin beam and go uh -huh. punch women in the face. I think that's what you do, you know? And you smoke like two whole packs of cigarettes. Do you ever, you ever drive by one of those Alcoholics Anonymous meetings? There's just a huge cloud of nicotine like right by the door because they're not allowed to smoke inside, obviously, but, and they're all standing out there smoking. And drinking Folgers and Styrofoam cups. Oh, yeah, ca bad coffee. <laughs> just really shitty coffee. All right, well, Brown, wall, okay. bitter water. I've, we've, we've come up with a list of all the people we've wronged. Through the years, through the six years, these are all the people we've wronged. We're trying to make amends to a lot of them. Are, are we willing to say it's all, or okay. it's a significant <laughs> list of people we have wronged? I wouldn't say it's probably all. It would be people. a 10-hour show if we went through, maybe even longer. So, we got, okay, we got a list of some clips, and we're going to make amends. We're going to play that in a second. Before we get to that, here's a uh, new promo, actually, from Rollo for Adam and Eve. It's great. Well, Rollo's one of the people we've wronged. We didn't treat him too well over the years. Hey guys, it's me, Rollo, and I'm just here to tell you that I don't always use sex toys, but when I do, I go to adamandeve.com, type in coupon code digital and get 50% off any item of my purchase, along with free shipping and free adult DVDs, and a gift so sensual that I can't even talk about it, and I'm fucking Rollo. 
Anyway, keep up the good work and just go get your freak on. I like what uh, Rollo listens to at the club. <laughs> you know, where is he? It's like, was that little Kim or something? I, I assumed he was like behind the DJ booth spinning that shit. Or he's just on top of the record and his head is actually spinning around. Well, he is a head, so saying his head is sort of redundant. I picture him at some strip club just looking at some like African American pregnant stripper and then refusing <laughs> the to tip in her. His mouth. <laughs> the one place he would actually function well with a dollar in his mouth with no limbs because, you know, everybody's doing that. Yeah, I mean, he is just a shrunken head. I don't know where he'd store the dollar, but who knows. Well, thank you, Rollo, for uh, that Adam and Eve promo. And people, yeah, go take advantage of it. Type in diddle when you check out. Uh, so, Wackerly, yeah, here's a list of some of the people we've wronged. Um, I'm going to go all the way back six years ago to episode one. Number one. Oh, God. This is numero uno, sick and wrong. And it's funny, like, listening to that episode, not only do we just kind of sound like shit, you know, that will the audio quality sound like shit, but our voices still kind of sound the same. We sound just as retarded six years ago as we do now. Hey, you dude, that? how do you work this here podcasting machine? It just <laughs> came in the mail. I like how we took like probably the first five minutes to explain this is how the show works. It's a competition <laughs> for MGD. You know, it's like you can download this to your iPod and carry it around. <laughs> you don't have to listen to it at the specific broadcast time. In that very first episode, we even did two stories, too. It's like an hour-long episode. But before we got into the story portion of the show, we ended up doing, I think I was telling an anecdote about my brother's ex-boyfriend, Rick. Oh, God. Rick. Good old Rick. <laughs> don't play too much of this. I won't be able to take it. I'm not. I'm just going to play a short clip of it. But okay. we were talking about Rick being upper decked right. and uh, people who've listened to episode one you'll probably remember this but there was a there was a massive like repercussion from this show like remember all the drama that was the first drama that yes. came from this episode we didn't even have any fucking listeners we didn't start off on the right foot at all no that was like six years so i'm going to play a clip from this very first show and uh all right here it is here's a clip from it source for antisocial commentary brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Welcome to Sick and Wrong. This is Sick and Wrong podcast number one, the first in a series of 392. I, I think that's what was ordered by the Reach Around Foundation. Once we have 392, we're done for us. Where did that come from, Wackerly? <laughs> Do we not keep up this ruse anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've discussed it many times, but oh, where, where, I don't uh... know where that arbitrary figure came from. I just pulled it out of my ass. 392 I mean, episodes. Um, I do think we should stop at 92. <laughs> at least that's like a week off. One week. We can finally skip that week. You know, I, I never can't thought say that shit would, about it. I never thought that we'd actually be considering doing 392 episodes because, I mean, we're 314 well, that, that's, now. That's where the number came from. It was like, I'm just going to make up an insanely high number. It was my version figure. of like episode 11 billion, you know? It was three, I and mean, now we're like getting actually close to that, and I feel pathetic. Yeah, it is. It is rather pathetic. So anyway, here we're talking about um, we're talking about uh, how the show works. We're done forever, but we owe the Reach Around Foundation three hundred ninety-two. But this My, is one. Yeah, this is number one. My name is Dave Simon, and uh, oh, I'm Lance Wackerly. Yeah, you never change your name through the years, Wackerly. <laughs> That's what you got to do for show business. Sometimes you got to 
get a name that's more marketable. Well, look at John Stewart. He was like John Lieberwitz, Markenshine oh, or yes. something. Too Heimenberg. Jewish. I don't need. Yeah, yeah, it was too Jewish. No, nobody's ever going to realize he's Jewish if he changes his name. And me, I was like Dave Simon. Dave. I've never liked the name Dave. Dave is a guy that works at the hardware store. What kind of nails that's, do you need? That's a good guy. Mr. Wackerly? Don't you be bad-mouthing Dave from the hardware store. You know, I'm just, and then I don't want to be David because David's kind of gay. It's like, oh, hi, my name's David. So it's like, you know, it's just easier to just go straight D. Just go the first letter, add a couple E's, right. straight to Simon. You know, that That's just how worked. you did it. Yeah, it was easier. All right, let's see where <laughs> it's we're at. My name isn't gay at all. And uh, we are presenting to you Sick and Wrong. And let me just explain a little bit about the show here, Lance. Sick and Wrong is America's number one source for antisocial commentary. It is the, the first beer has been cracked. You, you know what's funny, too, when you listen to this episode and those first few episodes? You can hear us smoking. Like, <laughs> like we're, we're smoking because we used to smoke in that little tiny room. Oh, uh, gross. Oh, God. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. We would open the window, but it had a big screen on it, so soon it was just caked with tar and no actually air would move through the screen. But then we were worried about outside noise. We closed the windows. It was just a hot box room full of cigarettes and MGD. Ugh, that room used to And you know what's even funnier? That was like the third bedroom in the apartment, and I'm sure some family has now moved in there, and like their baby's nursery is in that fucking toxic room. <laughs> Let me, let me get to the point here, the part where we're talking about Rick. But anyways, let me tell you what happened. So Rick calls up my sister. This just happened yesterday. Frantically, he calls her up. He's panicking on the phone. He's crying. He's completely upset. And Stephanie's just like, you know, what, did they uh, cancel Sex in the City or did they take your DVDs away or something? Yeah, he's a real gay as gay. Oh, yeah, God. Exactly. It's like, what? What an asshole. That? He's a real gay as gay. What, what, what does that fuck? even mean? I meant that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an asshole. I thought it was. I meant that he's just—he's not one of those guys that you don't know he's gay. Okay, so not like, that there's anything wrong with that, but you just know he's gay. You talk to him and you're like, "Oh, he's a gay guy." Okay, but, but you make it sound like he's wearing like this pink suit and a pink know, ostrich feather hat. And That's <laughs> why I, this is exactly the part that I pink did not fairy want to dust hear. flying in the air. I didn't want to. Re- I didn't want to re-listen to this because I am a prick. A guy following behind him. It's not even funny. It doesn't even it's like nobody laughed at that line. <laughs> Blasting Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see here. Gay is gay. Have his, uh, you know, your app collection is lost. I don't know. But anyways, uh, he's freaking out on the phone, and so he tells a story that I guess this just happened last night, mind you. He ran into a friend of his. He he lives over in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco. And uh, he ran into a buddy of his over at the laundromat. And this is a guy that they've hung out with in the past. I don't think there's a, you know, a homo-gay relationship going on here. <laughs> they did oh, meet at the laundromat, gay. though. That's a little is, weird. Is that like a What are you, in a frat? Homo-gay relationship going on here. <laughs> I wouldn't meet anybody at the laundromat. Yeah, it definitely... Uh, yeah, it, that, that does sound a little suspect. But anyways, he uh, meets him at the uh, laundromat. And they're talking. He's like, hey, you want to come... You know, it's another funny thing about some of these earlier episodes is I think it took us about maybe a year and a half to realize that any ways is not proper English. It's any way. That's a Michigan colloquialism anyways. Yeah, I think it's a it's a Midwestern thing for sure. But it took us now a good year and a half before we stopped doing it. It was definitely yeah. something that irritated a lot of listeners. My place and uh, smoke a bowl, which sounds like kind of like a gay come on, doesn't it? 
God, how many times we say gay in this first episode? Like 400? <laughs> how is it gay to be like, hey, dude, you want to smoke a bowl? <laughs> is that gay? God. I mean, it's not like I was saying, hey. Can you get to the point on this? I, I just can't <laughs> listen to our voices anymore. But it's not like you're, you're saying, hey, man, you want to stick my cock in your mouth? You're <laughs> that just would saying, be gay. Yeah, that would be gay. I think, yeah, like stuff, a, I think a lot of stuff. I think a lot of stuff works between gay guys that they kind of just yeah, put, make any many excuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm speculating. Ends up happening. But anyways, on the homosexual yeah, culture of room. San Francisco. They're smoking weed. The guy's like, "Excuse me, I gotta go to the bathroom," and he's in the bathroom for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Well, what the hell could you be doing in there for 20 minutes? And not to mention, so obviously he's taking a shit, and it's like. Okay, so you go over to somebody's house. Sherlock Holmes and you go, over there. You're like, excuse me, it's just you and him. He lives in the studio. You're like, I'm going to go take a shit. Do you ever take I, a shit at your friend's house? Yeah, but only, I mean... Yeah, you used to take a shit at my studio, at the Sick and Wrong studio. Yeah, I had to. It was awful, though. It was awful. You wouldn't even light a match. It was my, post, it was my post-work shit. I shit <laughs> after work. And if you're going to make me come to this Sick and Wrong studio, I'm going to have to shit. That was one of the reasons why we did Skype, people. So I couldn't take that fecal odor. Um... To get to the point here, the dude takes his 25-minute shit. Rick leaves his house. He comes back like a couple hours later, a few hours later. The whole house smells like feces. Turns out he, he freaks out, cleaning his whole house, trying to figure out what happened. Eventually, I don't even know how he came to this, 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 this idea, but he moved the tank, they removed the tank of the toilet, and it's just overflowing with diarrhea and shit. So the guy <laughs> upper decked him, which we were amazed by because it was a myth. And anyway, we went on and on. I didn't think really people, people really did it. Yeah, no, I thought it was like the donkey punch or something. And we went on and on saying how Rick's such an asshole and he's the only person in the world that this should happen to. And Rick found out about it. He was uh, absolutely incensed. It was a big, you know, we, huge we deal. were kind of, I mean, we were coming to the side, the, <laughs> we were white knighting your brother is what we were doing. Because we thought that Rick kind of treated him like shit. And so we decided it was our job. And really, you know, now knowing your brother better. It's probably the other way around, right? It's yeah, probably no, your brother I'm, treating I'm, Rick like shit. I'm sure it is. But, uh, but uh, So anyway, I think we ended up exaggerating this story, blowing it out of proportion, making Rick, just demonizing Rick, making him look really bad. Rick never spoke to us again. And so I think it's time to, to make amends. Let's clear the air about this and find out what really happened. Because I don't know, I think we may, might have just, I mean, maybe the guy didn't flush the toilet and we made up this upper decking thing. Oh, really? I don't, you know, I don't know. So uh, we can't call oh, Rick yeah. and apologize because Rick... He won't talk to us. <laughs> he won't talk to us. And I have no idea what happened to him. And my brother hasn't spoken to him in years. They absolutely mm-hmm. hate each other. But we do have the next best thing when Rick's really close, formerly a close friend of Rick. I don't know if he still is. Rick kind of went through friends like women do tampons. I don't know. I don't know how many real friends he has let's left. Not, let's not start wronging people. Oh yeah, I forgot newly <laughs> in the middle of our apologies for wronging people. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll wait till after the show. So let's let's call up Chris, who's been on the show before. Remember, he smoked salvia. Yes. Well, he's a good friend of mine. I and see him all the time. He's a good friend. So let's call uh, Chris up and ask him what really happened, and then maybe we could clear the air. Hey. Hey, what's up? It's Dean Lance calling from Sick and Wrong. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm good. So, um, hey, you know, it's our six year <laughs> anniversary there, Chris. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You've been, well, you've been, you've been a long time listener. Yes, I have been. Do you still listen or are you just kind of like, God, the show jumped the shark three years ago? 
Um, well, in the last year, I haven't listened too much, but I do listen from time to time. But overall, I've listened pretty much like last four or five years. Yeah, you've. I mean, you've listened from the beginning too. You've been a, a big supporter, and plus, you've been on the show. Remember the Salvia yes. show? I do. Yeah, yeah it, was it was funny because we talked. Yeah, it was funny because uh, we're going back and th- this as the anniversary is kind of a clip show. And we've been looking at clips of a lot of different shows. And I was listening to that one. And I was just like, oh, man, I forgot we did that. That horrible yeah. drug. Salvia's in the news this week. And I don't know if you guys heard that um, Demi Moore uh, like collapsed and was having convulsions. And someone who called 911 said that she had been smoking something that smelled like incense. So I think it's going to come out that it was salvia. But she was, she was also doing whippets, right? Which I think is funny. (laughs) (laughs) She's just trying to get in that K-hole. She'll do anything. You don't know what it is. (laughs) I think she's trying to attract even younger dudes than Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) She's going for frat boys now. High school dudes. She's stealing her daughter's boyfriends. Anyway. Yeah. um, So what's going on? So Chris, this, the theme of the show is we're trying to, much like AA people that are new AA members, are trying to right the people that they've wronged. And we feel like from episode one that we wronged Rick. You remember Rick? Oh, yeah. I remember Rick. And you remember the blowout that happened, or the blowback, I guess you could say, that happened from our episode one where we talked about an incident where he had been, well, we said that he was upper decked. Yeah, and he got really upset with all of us for talking about it. I do remember. And he never spoke to any of us. Well, he never spoke to me and Lance again, that's for sure. He said we grossly exaggerated the story. You know, so so we, we kind of want to give the facts up here and say what really happened. And we're thinking maybe you know what really happened. Was he really upper well, deck? it's been quite a while, but I was hanging out with him a lot at the time. Um, shortly after the incident, he stopped talking to me. So we're all pretty much on the, on that same boat. Okay, so but, we're all um, persona non grata. Right? Yeah, we've all pissed off. Right? Okay, all right. So, you know, I was thinking about this um, the other day. You know who Rick reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of Mr. G from Summer Heights High. Hmm. For your listeners <laughs> okay. out there. <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of Rick. I can see that. The drama teacher from, from Summer Heights High. I don't think I've um, seen but that. But the incident, yeah, it's a, it's a good Australian show. You should check it out. Um, so the incident, yeah, somebody shit in the back of his toilet. So, so how did it all happen? It how did it all go down? Well, I've been hanging out with him quite a bit at, at the time. And I remember his apartment was smelling kind of wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> like, but like how so? Like, like fart or like just semen? Kind of, no, like, especially his bathroom just smelled kind of nasty. And I, I didn't say anything. And then like when I was over there once and then, Maybe like a week later, I went back and it was still kind of smelly. So I asked him what was up, and he finally admitted that he had found somebody shit in the back of his toilet. And he had all these theories of who did it. Um, I don't think he ever found out the truth. Okay, so so Lance, we were kind of wrong. We thought <laughs> exactly. that he, we thought that he had went out and picked up some guy at the laundromat and was going to do the guy, <laughs> and the guy came up to his room and then ended up taking like a 20 minute shit in the back of his tank and then left. And then the what? yeah, the other thing we said was that, you know, Rick left for a couple hours and came back to just this apartment that was engulfed in <laughs> ass gas and like, and just brown gusher was gu- 
geysering out of the yeah. <laughs> So I think you guys are, are confusing with confusing a couple of his theories. So one theory is that guy Terry, who used to live in your old building down at the corner of O'Farrell and Jones, I believe it was. Yeah, the crazy guy. The crazy guy. He and he was friends with somebody who lived in Rick's building. So they had come over one afternoon and smoked weed. Terry used his bathroom right around the time that the smell started. So, so it could have like been Carrie. Okay. It could have been Carrie. His other theory is that he had been hanging out with other people in the building, his building, and that he lost his keys at some point, and somebody had a set of his keys and came, like, had some vendetta against them. <laughs> <laughs> and had come in at some point and should this. <laughs> and, then, and then his third theory was he'd been hooking up online quite a bit during that time. And this is the one I actually think is the most likely that he pissed somebody off at some angry queen and somebody went and shit in his, the back of the toilet. I mean, that's, that's a real vindictive person, though, to do that. Right. But, you, you know, know, Rick may have told him he was the top and then the guy got over and Rick was really a bottom, something like that. You never but, know. but, I mean, would that piss a gay guy off enough to be like, well, what, you're a bottom? You <laughs> lied to me? I'm going to shit in the tank of your toilet. <laughs> Who knows? Rick was a dramatic <laughs> guy, so he... <laughs> He loved drama, and it couldn't have happened to a better person. Yeah, well, this was pre-Grinder, right? So what would would have been the (laughs) online system back then? So back then, it was definitely... Craigslist, um, probably. Adam for Adam. No, or Craigslist was big in San Francisco a little earlier than that. Um, I think he was probably using Adam for Adam at the time. Or Gator.co.uk, but I think it was Adam for Adam. All right, well, so, so there you go. I think... We wronged Rick by spreading our own version of this this story that obviously really bothered him. Although I don't know if this is helping. We've we've added the two more <laughs> options, which are equally going to piss him off. And we're still laughing about it. We're, we're still laughing about it six years later. Um, well, I doubt he listens. you only read about, you know, it's not, it never happens to somebody you actually know. So Yeah, you know. So I, I mean, kind of person Rick was. Well, so I guess technically we're not writing the wrong, but we're... We're giving some more explanations of why it happened. It's early in the show. Right. We're still practicing. We're still practicing. All right. Well, Chris, uh, you know, th- right. thanks for being on the show, man, and giving us you know your insight as to what happened here. That's all the way back in episode one. Thanks for listening. And uh, Are you ready for the Super Bowl next week? I'm ready. I can't wait to hear Madonna's performance. Heard she's <laughs> going to be doing three or four songs, 12 minutes. Who it's cares windows, about the game? So. I mean, seriously, exactly. Madonna's playing. She's back. I, I'm She's with Chris. Back. Fuck the Patriots <laughs> and the Giants. I don't give a shit about either one of those teams. I'm, I'm on the Madonna tour now. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, Chris, All I'll right. see you next weekend because I'm going to be up in town. Again. All right. Take it okay. easy, man. So, Wackerly, I guess we didn't really write the wrong there, but uh, sort of. We're warming up to this. It's new. It's new for us. Okay. Well, uh, Being Rick. Being apologetic. Rick, if you're listening, um, you know, I apologize for laughing about you having your tank being shat into i Um, apologize as well i think the second group that we need to apologize to wackerly are the jews my people we do give the jews a lot of shit i know that you know i feel i can i have leeway in doing that but even i overstep my boundaries yeah as a jew you're allowed to a little bit more like you said leeway to make fun of jews but i was listening to some of these clips and i offended myself I was like, I, sh- I shut, I, you know, I took my headphones off and I looked at my computer and I was like, I can't believe I said that. 
Like my father. Was it like a Schindler's List moment and like it one was kind red of balloon floated through the room and you're your black and white scene? It, 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 the whole room went black and white. Yeah. And, you know, I sat there and then I could just picture a my single father. single tear rolled down your cheek. Well, I could picture my father's, you know, head just kind of appearing like in the corner of the room. Like, and when you're like, like ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, though, he looked at me, he was like, David, I'm very disappointed in you. And I was thinking, wow, I need to apologize to the Jews. I really do. So here's, here's a clip. And ugh, this is just deplorable. It's deplorable what we do. God. Here, okay, here it Let's is. Let's hear it. Here it is. People fetishize fucking everything these days. Check it out. www.absoluteskinny.com. You know, I went to the website. It's vile. It seriously yeah, is Yeah, I'm going to have to say that I'm not going to be going there. Dude, I mean, these girls, you can see the bones sticking. You can see their ribs. Yeah. The skin just kind of, like, stretched. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, just I'm going to fuck me some of that. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, it should just be called... I know, well, that's what I was going to say. Why, why, why wouldn't I just go to some, like, World War II fucking footage site? <laughs> just spanking it? Yeah. Can you imagine oh, if your parents yeah. got you jacking off to that? Well, my parents... My dad's not a rabbi, so it wouldn't be as bad as <laughs> maybe your dad. Be, dude, it still <laughs> would be bad. If, if, like, your dad walked down and was just like... What are you doing, son? <laughs> oh, checking out the Holocaust porn. <laughs> it's not even Holocaust porn. <laughs> no, it's just Holocaust footage. <laughs> He'd be like, my son's a skinhead. Yeah. No. Uh, my, she- my Cambodia tape is coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> not only are we making fun of Holocaust victims and sexualizing them, you're also making fun of people who are massacred by uh, the Cambodians. And anorexics. And anorexics. I mean, there's it's a, it's a whole group of people to apologize to. And, and it wasn't, wasn't only that. Here's another one about, I don't know how many times we've made fun of the Holocaust. You know, and it was a horrible thing that happened. I mean, you know, six million Jews died, by the way. Also, Never forget. You know, I, think we need, I think we need to apologize to the other concentration camps. Because we, we constantly are focusing on Auschwitz and... All the other concentration camps, you know, they don't get any airtime. Don't even get mentioned. And there are yeah, lots of them. I mean, like there are Belson lots. and all these other ones. Treblinka. Yeah. So, yeah. But here's another one. Listen to this I'm one. apologizing to the other concentration camps right now, formally. I'm sorry. Dude, no one in Auschwitz was chubby. <laughs> Have you seen pictures? They're skinny. They're exactly. Except for, the, except for that one guy that you went into his uh, barrack and, like, he was the only one left in there. <laughs> He's picking his teeth. <laughs> Well, as a matter of fact, uh, Wackerly, I'm writing a book right now called The Auschwitz Diet, which I think is going to be quite popular with the Olsen twins. Gruel? Was, is gruel uh, highly uh, utilized in this diet? Well, usually it's like for like on a Monday you'd eat a saltine, <laughs> and then on Tuesday you'd eat a couple peas. <laughs> then uh, Wednesday you'd eat like the uh, remaining remnants of meat from the chicken bone. Yeah. Are you, are you drinking out of the toilet this whole time? Well, that's kind of what you need to do. Yeah, you, I mean, okay. that's what you had to say that wackily, drinking on the toilet, huh? Isn't that what they do in Auschwitz? <laughs> because they had to. Sometimes there's you no go down to there to get a drink, and there's a child hiding in the toilet. Yeah, and I've I've seen children so hungry that they ate the leather of their shoes. I apologize to the child that's hiding in the toilet eating his shoe. Eating his shoe, yes. I apologize to that kid. Happens in Auschwitz. And then we'd have morality lectures yeah. on tree stumps in the cold. Are you providing these lectures on tape or something with tape. the book? Tape, okay. yeah. But it's for, like, you know, American families so their kids don't grow up to be hogs. <laughs> I, you know, 
Honestly, it's like, here we are mocking child obesity, mocking the lack of food that the Holocaust victims, you know, had to endure. There's the suffering that they had to endure. We make fun of cannibals a little bit in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on. So I guess, you know, we should make amends here. I'm sorry, Jews. I'm Jews, especially Jews whose relatives perished. My relatives, I have relatives that perished in the Holocaust. Art and, Spiegelman would not appreciate our show. No, I, I think he wouldn't even listen to it. I think he would just probably smash his computer for even playing it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, okay. All right. Well, apologize, Jews. Let's move on. I, we got I, plenty of other almost, people that um, we pissed off. Can I, can I mention that I almost, so I was, I was looking for clips for the clip show, which we're doing right now, and... uh I almost just got like 50 clips of us talking about Auschwitz because there are, there are easily did it more that than many. that than, than those, the, those two. Oh, God. <laughs> like I said, 50 to 75 different little anecdotes that we go off on about Auschwitz. Jesus. God. You know, and, and we don't even talk about the other concentration camps. Nope. Okay. Well, moving on, here's another person who we've mocked on the show many times, even to his face. Bob Madigan. Bob Madigan. Frequent guest. Um, he's co-hosted a show with me. Actually, I was listening to the first time he was ever on Sick and Wrong, and that probably was the funniest show that I've ever had Bob on. He was Bob drank a fifth of Smirnoff vodka, which I bought for him because I knew he was going to drink that much. Because you hadn't seen him for a while before then, right? This was like your first, you sort of resurrected your, your relationship with him to do the show, this first show. Yeah, it had been, because Rampage had ended, and I probably hadn't seen him for like a year and a half. And Bob and I was just, gone that week, and you needed a special guest or a guest host. And Bob had slid into the pit of alcoholism. And uh, yeah, he was, and yeah, he came on the show, and he got extremely inebriated, which I guess was my plan, because I knew he would. But he also wouldn't go anywhere. He asked me to get some alcohol. So I was like, all right, well, I know he's going to be pissed if I don't have at least a fifth of vodka. He drank, I didn't think he'd drink the whole thing, but he drank the whole thing. And midway through the interview, I don't know if you could hear it in the episode because I didn't listen to the whole thing, but he just fell over, knocked the table over, knocked the mic over, knocked the bottle over. And I went to help him up. He just kind of got up, crawled to the door and left and then fell down the staircase. And I had to go outside and just kind of help him up. I'm like, Bob, we're still doing the show by the way. And he was like, uh. <laughs> so anyway, we have him on. Then the week later, we just totally rip him apart and, and make fun of his wife. Uh, God, horrible people. So here's a clip from... This is uh, another one that you, I'm actually like pained to listen to this. All right, here's a clip of, uh, of Bob from the show when he was really drunk. Me. Especially interesting that someone can puke on command like that. I don't know how you do it. It's a process. It is a process. So what do you think of that other video? He says this puke porn is sicker than the uh, two girls, one cup video that someone sent in. I showed you that one where the two girls took a shit in the cup, puked on the cup, and started eating it. I think, well, I, I've drunk and pu puked before <laughs> and um, <laughs> never ate sh shit, so I don't really know. Have you ever met a girl, though, that was into the shit thing, though? Nope. You know, and that's another warning light for me. As soon as the girl says, you know, I want to cut you up or I want you to shit in my mouth, I'm out. I'm out. I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. 
I will drink their puke, though. <laughs> that is on my list of things I will do. He's like, well, I love how Bob says, like, well, you asked for my professional opinion, but I've never eaten shit before. So wait, I, I, th- I don't know what he goes on to here. Let me on. Bob, are you okay there? You look like you're about to pass out. I'm not going to pass out. I was having the hiccups. Oh, okay, all right. I noticed you took a pretty big swig there. I was just making sure you're yeah, all right. I'm okay. Well, that about does it here for episode 90. <laughs> my, my co-host is about to pass out and die. So I, I had to like poisoning. just cut it short. So anyway, we go on the next week, and we're just ripping on him, making fun of how drunk he was. And then we start making fun of his wife. Who had a wooden leg, his ex-wife, who had a wooden leg. It's probably not even wooden. It's probably like a plastic composite resin. It it is a prosthetic limb, and I don't know. We're immediately talking like it's some fucking bedpost that she sawed off and nailed to her her leg. Like she's a pirate or something. Yeah, I don't know what (sighs) we said. Why do you think that's funny? So Bob's friends ended up listening not to the drunk episode that Bob was on, but the episode the afterwards where we were ripping on Bob and making fun of his wife, they told Good Bob, Lord. and Bob was just so angry. So we called him, sort of to apologize, and I've never seen Bob this mad. So here's a clip from that. Hello? Hey, Bob, what's up? It's uh, D. Simon and Lance Wackerly from Sick and Wrong. What's going on? Wait a minute. I'm having a hard time hearing you. What's up? Hey, it's, uh, it's D. and Lance from Sick and Wrong. What's going on, Bob? You tell me. <laughs> I'm just calling you because I want to, first of all, see how you're doing and find out if you're still upset with us. Well, here goes the deal. All right. I do love when he says that. Here goes the deal. <laughs> tell me the deal, Bob. Um, you know what? It takes an awful lot to piss me off. I've never I've seen never you pissed off before. I'd like to uh, point out to you, A, uh... When we did that show, and I listened to the interview, um, I thought it was really fucking funny. I thought it was funny as well. I thought you were a great guest. I- I'm surprised that you'd be upset about it. I agree. I know, but, um, you know, I'm having a hard time hearing you, but um, um, fucking with Anne, it's like, you know what? Um Okay, wait. So, Stern's wait. wife took him to the cleaners, and I know you're trying to be some man cow Howard <laughs> Stern thing or something, but we are so not man cow. Thanks, man. Hey, okay, Bob, Bob. So we, I, I go on trying. I to... I like how you took umbrage at the man cow comparison, but like you know, yeah, we obviously were fucking with your wife, and we were way off base, and. <laughs> But not, we're not like Mancow, shut up. <laughs> but we're not like Mancow, but we're more like Howard Stern. That's fine. You can compare us to Howard Stern, but Mancow, come on. Now you're yes, pissing me our off. podcast. <laughs> How much do we get paid for this? I think Howard Stern makes like $60 million a year. Yeah, we make, we make nowhere near that. But, you know, Bob has a good point. We had no right to go out and insult his wife. We, 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 got off, we get off on these tangents, and then we're out of control. Which is what happens to people in AA. Then they need to go to AA when you can't control yourself anymore. Maybe it's the alcohol. You know, maybe it's the alcohol that frees our tongues. But look at the trouble that we get into. Look who we piss off. And, you know, it's, you know, and I'm not going to say I'm glad he's a, good... a friend of the show again. I mean, he's been on recently. And... But Bob's been on a few times. And I know he and Ann end up, uh, ha- ended up having an acrimonious split and they don't like each other. So I bet you now Bob doesn't care about that. But at the time, Bob was quite upset. As I would be if I were him. So I want to I say, Bob, I'm sorry. 
for making fun of you, getting you drunk, for our own amusement, and uh, for insulting your wife at the time. I apologize. I think we apologized back then, because I think that was one of those rare occasions when we immediately realized the level of our asshole behavior was off the chart. It was, it was off the charts. So um, here's another person who we encouraged us to engage in just horrible, like wanton behavior that we thought, you know, this is going to be really funny. The worst, you know, the more dangerous situation that you put yourself into, we're going to enjoy it even all that much more and laugh about it here on the show. I'm referring to Kendra, one of our, probably one of our most famous listeners. And I think you should apologize up front for never, not even barely one time ever saying her name correctly. You know, I apologize for that. I, I still don't know how to say it. It's Kendra. I know it's spelled with a Y, but it's pronounced Kendra. Okay. But you always Kendra. say Kendra. I always say Kendra. Yeah, I do. Kendra. You know, God, I've never learned how to say that properly. Okay. Uh, well, here's an interview with Kendra. So, okay. So how did it all happen? He called you up or you talked to him. You've been, you've been organizing it. You said, okay, send me pictures of all the dudes, all the, the members involved. Yes. And how many, how many guys are involved? Um, I think there's going to be like four or five, depending on who. It's more than up. three, so it's officially yeah. a gangbang. Yes, and so, is. were there any that you denied? No. Okay, so you're <laughs> just like, all right. So, and so the, Kendra's not very discerning here. <laughs> She's like, you got to maybe maybe they're all attractive. You know, you never know. Yeah, could be. Once again, you're creating new harms that we have to ap- apologize for later. God, it's so hard for me to say. I should just not say anything, and then I'm not going to piss anybody off. Yeah. Well, if they're all so fighters, I imagine they're fit. Yeah, they're dudes, not like yeah. these like fat fucking pasty dudes. Yeah, like. I don't, yeah, no, I'm not yeah. picturing like some big fat like you know <laughs> Newman looking <laughs> character here. <laughs> so you're gonna go over to uh, Eugene. Do I need to apologize to Newman? The, the <laughs> and actor. all Newman like men. <laughs> yes, you do. Kendra <laughs> the, does the also. Act, okay, and you know it's getting a bit ridiculous here. I'm taking a little bit of offense to it myself. <laughs> He's got to pick a spot. Yeah. How does it start? Is it just like, do you, is there like some conversation beforehand, a couple of drinks, you hang out? A little bit of conversation. A little icebreaker here and there, and then... Uh, then Generally, it's just, well, Out come the dicks. From what happened last time, it was kind of like, yeah, a few minutes of conversation, and then the clothes just come off, and Clothes just right come off, and, it's, and then it's like... Yeah. And then how do you know when it's over? When they come on my face. <laughs> really? So it has to be, okay, so when the last guy comes, it's finally done? She's like, that's, right. she's like that's the most moronic question I've ever heard. When do you think it's over? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a big horn, a fog horn that blows, and then it's time. We're done. I thought it would be like a buzzer, like a basketball game. Like, ah, yeah. Done, Shot time's clock. up. Freeze. Freeze in your position. Anyone who comes, already come, and there's no more coming. But no, not I think what a, I was not I, even a dribble <laughs> should come out. I think point. what I was trying to get to was uh, I wanted to know, you know, do you have to wait for everybody to come? What about that one guy that takes like two hours to come, and the other guys just yeah, like, fuck him. You know, we want to play video games or arm wrestle or something. That guy needs to do some apologizing of his own, Mister. So, oh, I I need to be uh, stimulated for forty five minutes. So since then, I mean, we've had Kendra on the show before or like again like post that interview and uh she's changed her life like she's a marathon runner i don't think she does drugs anymore i don't think she clean living yeah i don't think she's a harlot anymore um yeah you know i i I haven't talked to her in a long time i know she kind of divorced (laughs) herself from the forum yeah it's probably a good thing who wouldn't yeah who wouldn't yeah you know i mean get as far away from us as possible and live a good life a positive a good, life. clean Canadian life. So, you know, maybe it was for the for the best 
that Kendra, you know, was on the show and kind of did a 180, flipped her life around. So Kendra, I apologize for encouraging you to engage in these gangbangs and then coming on the show and talking about it. I apologize as well. All right. Moving on. Um, Jesus, man. It's already like... I'm getting depressed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know really how many depressed. more I can do. Um, this other guy that I want to apologize to here, another character, another frequent guest on the show, is my dear brother, Jeffrey. 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 Jeffrey's of another all one. all the people we've abused on the show, he probably gets the most abuse. I think out of everybody we've abused on the show here... I mean, there was a time when Jeffrey wouldn't come back on the show because he said that we're assholes. Well, then there's all the times we've abused him outside of the show also. Oh, so many times. I mean, I'm 37 years old now. Just had a birthday last week. And uh, 37 years old, that's, let's see, 37 years of abuse from my brother. Maybe not when I was one. So 36 years of abuse. I have probably known him for at least 10 years. I can't say I can't say he never deserves some of it, but... uh. He didn't deserve probably the brunt of it, all of it, you know? What, what are you, hedging your apology now? <laughs> I okay. apologize for 70% of the times I abused <laughs> you. Those are the ones you didn't deserve. But seriously, though, dude, it's pretty demanding, these fucking 12 steps or these AA people. we got to, like, grovel. You know, Nobody said it was going to be easy. Ugh. Nobody said redemption was easy. It's hard to clean this slate, man, especially when your slate, like, weighs about 500 pounds. It's covered in excrement. Compusseria. <laughs> so anyway, you know what we should do? Let's call my brother. Give him a ring. Apologize to him. Wish him a happy birthday. We even apologize. do that. Even though we did go out to dinner with him. And just say, hey, you know, dude, we're sorry for all this stuff. I'm going to apologize for ripping on him about the Cedar Point excursion. That, that was just this past summer. Remember? He was the whole butt of a joke. A whole intro of the show. I remember everything about Jeffrey. We're going to give him a call right now. Apologize okay. to him. Hopefully he answers. What? Hey, guy. What's going on? Nothing. What's up, fella? What's up? It's uh, D and uh, Lance here from Sick and Wrong. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. You... Sick around. Are you I'm working? Sure are you working today? No. I'm off. I'm in tonight. Oh, that's cool. You're not playing video games or yeah. anything? Uh, no. Just watching TV. <laughs> What are you watching? watching. <laughs> That's, you're crying there, Wackerly. Harry's Law, masturbating furiously. Harry's Law. All right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Killer, um, it's our six-year anniversary show tonight. I know. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. And uh, the theme of this show, and you might be kind of familiar with this, didn't you go through the AA program, like, years ago? <laughs> I, I went to meetings, yeah, because I had to. Well, so there's 12 steps, and you know we're looking for, for this show, we're looking at clips and listening to clips of the show, and I realized we're fucking assholes, dude. We are assholes. We, we, we mock people. Yeah, no, I did just, okay, maybe, okay, maybe it's a little late, but yes, you know, I'm 37 now. We've wronged now. a lot of people. We've wronged a lot of people, and, and step eight of the 12-step program is to make amends to all those you've wronged. So you're calling me to make amends? We are calling you to apologize for ridiculing you on the show in show episodes past. How many episodes did you ridicule me? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> unimportant right now. <laughs> that's so not important. You know, all of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we, we 
did not mean to, uh, you know, exaggerate stories that we've told about you. And yeah, you've been in a few stories on the show. Really entertaining ones. I didn't think you ever exaggerated. I thought there was all the guys on the Fan favorites. You, you have the fan favorite episodes. I thought you, you said you <laughs> wouldn't come back on the show because we were exaggerating stories about you and we lie. Yeah, that's why I won't go on your show, generally. I'm not here because it's the anniversary show and you asked me to. Okay, yeah. Special well, occasion. Well, it's a special occasion, but now we're, we are apologizing for all those uh, hyperboles, those hyperbolic narratives we've given. You know, we're apologizing. Are you trying to leaf? We're, we are, t- well, I, I don't know if well, it, the leaf is go that far. <laughs> we're but, apologizing for past wrongs, not, not stopping future ones. Yeah, the future wrong. ones. Future are, wrongs. Well, we can always, you know, if there's a seven-year anniversary, we can always apologize for those things again. I mean, who knows? It's I just like want to pass, clear- like, just, you know, you confess your sins that you make, and then you're, you're good. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's there's, kind of... Yeah, there's really, yeah, there's really that point in, in not, you learn nothing. I think we've learned a little bit from this show. I mean, we've apologized to quite a number of people already. We apologized to the Jews for making fun of them and Holocaust victims. We apologized to Rick. Remember, remember good old Rick? Did you call him and apologize to him? I wanted to, but we don't have his number, and I don't know if he'd talk to us. But we talked to Chris, and we told the real story of what actually happened with the upper decking. Did you upper deck him? No, but you remember when he got upper decked and we made up, I mean, we didn't make up a story, but we exaggerated a story that we thought had happened. And, uh, just, well, I don't know. There's, there's several competing versions of how (laughs) shit ended up in his tank. (laughs) We just say we added insult to injury. Maybe we did, but we're trying to say we're, we're, we're sorry, Rick. You know, we, you know, that you had feces in your tank of your toilet and we laughed. Did you do it, it, Jeff? I didn't do it. How many times did you think about doing it if you didn't live with him? After the th- after your show? No, I'm I'm just saying while you were dating Rick, how many times did did it you know cross through your mind? You're like, God, I would love to just take a shit in the tank of his toilet. Well, I've never really thought about that until you mentioned it on your show. But would you? Would you? Would you do that now? Yeah, yeah after, after since your show, yeah, I was every time I talked to him. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. Now, now we're fine. Now we're good friends. But you know, for. A couple years ago, I thought about was goddamn all those missed opportunities where I could get a dump in this fucking toilet. Wait, are you guys friendly now? What what happened to Rick? We just text back and forth. He was in the Okay, well, would you mind texting that Dean Lance say we're sorry for making fun of the guy who you know making fun of you having shit in the tank of your toilet? Right now? No. Well, if you could do it later. now, that'd be great. Yeah, or maybe okay. later. I'll do it later. Okay, do do it later, and then see now, Wankley, doesn't that feel better? Do you feel better? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Jeff's going to yeah. do it. I think he's lying. I don't feel better for you either. So, Guy, um, I'll do it. you know, we, we didn't officially say happy 40th, but uh, happy 40th birthday. I know it was a month ago. Well, I know it was a month ago, but uh, there, was a hell of a, there was a hell of a party, and uh, we had a big, big dinner and everything. Got to go check out the brand new bar, which, I, you know, I like the new bar, but I don't think it's as oh, cool gosh. as the old bar. No, you know, last night I went to 440 and it was uh, dark and dingy and I missed that. I know. There, there's no more yeah, dank. It's really dark and dingy anymore. You guys got rid of the dank. You got rid of the yeah, dank and nice. you got rid of the stank. Well, maybe there's a little bit of stank. But, yeah, uh, there's the stank. The, the hey, do, do you have to work at the bar on the Super Bowl Sunday? I do, actually. Oh, that sucks. Are they going to show the Super Bowl or are they going to show those videos of frat boys like dancing around no, we're naked? Gonna show, we're going to show the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. You gotta watch it for Madonna, right? But well, okay. I mean, I have two stations. 
I two channels every Fat Boys running around naked because I, I can't work without porn. I won't. Well, what is the deal with that? Why don't you guys show real porn? Why, why are you showing porn of frat boys just eating pizza and throwing a football around naked? Frat boys eating pudding? I don't know. <laughs> but whose but idea a, is, is that? Is it pizza or is it pudding? <laughs> it's custard. <laughs> it, it could be, yeah, I think it's probably custard or something like that. But uh, No, but I mean, it's, it's just these videos of these frat boys just kind of throwing a football around. You know, um, Dancing, eat, yeah. eating Loving a pizza. Do they know they're but, being filmed, or is this like a candid camera situation of actual frat boys? I, it's like a uh, it's like a website where they these, these young lads get paid a lot of money to just frolic naked. But I mean, they're what, not what even. Co- what college do these frat boys attend? I don't know, but if I would have known, Blowjob University. That's where I've been going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to go to class, I guys. I got, I got to put some clothes on and go to class. I'll be naked later when I get back. I would have been. I would have been in that car. I would have been in that frat. Believe me. No Jews. I just don't understand why. That's so true. I just don't understand why they don't have just regular, you know, porn like they did at uh, the manhole. I don't know why they don't either. They, they it's a respectable allow. place. The manhole wasn't. Mm. Apologies to the manhole. Yeah. All right, well, uh, well, Guy, um, you know, thanks for being on the show and uh, accepting our apology. You're going to come on again in the future now? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the thing- I, I kind of feel like I deserve an apology for that crap. Yeah, I know. I mean, listen, God, look at the respect that we get here. But anyway. Yeah, um, Mark Lee, you come over and I'll, I'll watch some frat boy porn with you. Uh, yeah, I, I had to leave before I got you guys got to the new bar, so I still haven't seen it. But you can sit on my lap next time, and I'll show you some stuff before I come out of the Super Bowl. You know, Wackley's, yeah, Wackley's having a Super Bowl party next week, but also his birthday's coming up in like a month. So why don't you just get him one of those frat boy DVDs? Why Maybe I'll just have I'll have the exact same birthday party that you did. Yeah, that, that why, just why replicate. Are you with me? I will. Yeah, you're invited. I think it's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> what? This you guys is all... have cake at the edge? Oh, do we have cake? <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you guard the bathroom door when I have to use the bathroom? And not There's actually a locking bathroom door. Holy shit. I, I am going to come there now. Dude, I'm telling you, this place is totally different. It's dramatically different. Is it, ter- it is it now just a TJ at Fridays? It's, no, it's, it's like a, it's history. Yeah, but you don't want the Oreo madness. Talk? You don't want the Oreo Madness from the edge. Maybe I do. Yeah, you want to avoid the Oreo Madness, I would say, yeah. I would, I would stay away from the Oreo Madness. And Jeffrey's twice-baked potato? I don't Are know you what... still allowed to make the ball drop shot? <laughs> yes. What else would I drink? Yeah, see? Not everything's changed. Well, it's, a lot, it's a lot of promotion, you know, it's a lot of production to put the ball drop shot together. But that's what I like to drink. So I've heard. All right, well, thanks for being on the show, man, and uh, for our anniversary right. show, and uh, we apologize. They call mattress? Thanks... What's up? They called Mattress and saw the other day. No, tell Mattress. We never, we never wronged a Mattress. Yeah, we, we didn't really wrong Mattress. Place. Mattress is a great yeah. guest. We'll have him on in a second. He, <laughs> he was awesome. You never wronged Mattress? We never wronged Mattress. Yeah. Yeah, we never... You ever made fun of Mattress? No, he was awesome. Yeah, we'd have Mattress we, on we jested, We jested with Mattress, but... Yeah, there's just some harmless jesting. It was banter. Yeah, you know. I don't think we... Yeah, so... so, But we feel that we wronged you. I think we've righted that wrong. So uh, thanks for being on the show, Guy. And uh, I'll I'll see you next weekend. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Later. Bye.
I got a couple more here, and then we got to move on because I'm getting depressed, man. I am too. Um, I'm getting I'm getting apology fatigue. You know, I was going to apologize to that young prostitute we had on Denise. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, uh, you weren't on that one, but uh, nope. um, I think you're on vacation that episode. We were talking. She was talking about how she like shoved meth, meth covered vegetables up a man's asshole, and we, <laughs> we enjoyed that immensely and laughed about it. But you know that's horrible. Um, but I want to skip that and apologize to transvestites and the transsexuals that we've mocked here on the show endlessly. The TVTS community. The TVTS community. So here's okay. a clip that uh, I think you picked this one out. Let's see here. Get... I probably should preface this by saying that this this came from the episode that was the debut of our fascination with Barney Frank. Do we need to apologize to him? No, no. I think we. I think we're pro Barney. We've only added to Barney Frank's, you know, illustrious fame. Okay, through so the show. I, yeah, but but there's we... but there's a little bit of Barney Frank in this episode or in this clip, and so I want people to know where that's coming from. Okay, let's play this. Why do you continue to support a Nazi policy, as Obama has expressly supported this policy? Why are you supporting it? Let me. Uh... Call that the dozens where you just say shit about people and insult them. When you when you break when it breaks down to like yo mama jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yo mama is so you're like disgusting. A, <laughs> you're like a dining room table and your mother with a dinette set. She's she's so fat she's got a wooden leg with a kickstand. God, this is horrible. <laughs> Here we are, just mocking. maybe we should apologize to Barney Frank. I think we should. I think we should apologize to Barney Frank. We've wronged sure. that guy several times right. here on the show. Did you even impersonate him as an interview? No, he, that was him. Oh yeah, that was really <laughs> yeah. him. I apologize to the listeners for. Uh, <clears throat> so going pretending going, like moving I was Barney on Frank. here. <laughs> moving on here. Um, here's another clip that's related, uh, where we talk about uh, a transsexual person ordering right. a vagina for herself. Because, I mean, <laughs> what kind of a vagina do you want? I mean, you gotta, it's not a snap decision. You, do you want, a, what, like, big, fat outer lips, loose inner lips, <laughs> fat outer lips, and loose inner you lips together? You put some forethought into this. Well, all vaginas look different. You can't just be like, give me a vagina. That's yeah. like, that's like, I'm, I, I guess I, you need to be specific. That's like my bartender friends, one of their biggest pet peeves. And if you got, don't have a bartender friend, take note. They hate it when people come to the bar and they go, what do you want? And then you go, I'll have a beer. It's just so annoying. Cause it's like, it's so general. Yeah, you fucking dick. We have 27 different kinds of beers and bottles on t draft. Tell me what the fuck you want. So what, I, what, what I do assume you... the doctor's like, you know, if you just go in and be like, I'll have a vagina place. <laughs> 
So well, what does he want? He's like, you know what? I would like some big camel toes, make it look like an English bulldog eating mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> like, just be descriptive. That's, pr- that's the proper way to order a vagina. <laughs> I, I can't, why is my, I can't do my English accent anymore. It's all Australian. Because it's all Barney Frank. It's all Australian. It's, it's, it's Barney Frank, I'm just though. Doing, I'm just sticking with Barney it, it Frank. It messed it up. <laughs> I just want a vagina that looks like a bulldog's face. <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. Now... <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even the tell you how many. Face. I can't even tell you how many people we offended there. We we've offended women with their vaginas. You know, <laughs> women with bulldog-looking vaginas with their lips and tongues of a know, bulldog are very offended. We love vaginas, yet we mock them mercilessly here on the show. We That's we've a offended silly organ. We've offended foreign people with their accents, especially uh, the the English people, the English folk, the good. You know, God-fearing English folk that we mock them with the with the with the funny way they speak. Yeah. Um, then then here we are back on the Barney Frank bandwagon again. <laughs> like you know? he like he knows anything. Like he's ever even seen a vagina. Come on. Yeah, he probably doesn't care about. He's no that, opinion. But, uh, so you know, uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny though. <laughs> But we're not supposed to be laughing. We're supposed to be apologizing. That's what we're supposed to be doing right now. So, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Barn and vaginas and BF and yeah, BF and vaginas and and uh, English people. We don't we don't mean to make fun of you. you know? Bulldogs, bulldogs. Your your face does not look like a vagina. I'm sorry. You, know, and you don't. You don't. So vaguely resembles a bad one, but not exactly the same. All right, we got we have a couple more apologies, and then we're going to be done here. But I, I want to apologize to highway workers, U.S. highway workers. Really? You, yeah, you want to know why? And this is this is kind of. I don't of remember region. this this uh, this relating to anything. We, the, you want to know why I want to apologize? Is because we encouraged Trucker Paul to shit into a Walmart bag and throw it over out on the highway. I know oh, he did I it anyway. Saying, yeah, I know he did it anyway. But we brought that up on the show. We celebrated it here on the show, and we encouraged it. And I bet you we influenced other people to say, hey, you know what? We don't have to stop and go to a rest area. Pretend just, like I'm going to buy something for McDonald's and then not, and then just walk out. I'll just yeah. shit in this Walmart bag. And while you're driving, and just toss out the window. And who has to pick it up? Prisoners and highway folk. The highway workers. Highwaymen. Highwaymen. Highway <laughs> Gypsies men. amongst the highways of America. The highwaymen have to pick up those bags of feces. And I guess prisoners may be, you know... That's all part of being a prisoner. Yeah, true. But um, so here's a clip from uh, good old Trucker Paul. Lance and D, how's it going? Uh, you guys had a listener call in or uh, email in, wanted to know about pee bottles. And that was the last show. <laughs> yeah, we got pee bottles. Um, I'm kind of experienced, so I don't use the little ones, and then chuck them out the window because you can get in trouble. Smokey will get so, you. Uh, I use a big one-gallon jug of, like, high sea juice or, you know, um, some kind of punch or something, and then when I get it... Still makes me laugh. Piss punch. <laughs> I see. Empty that. I use that for my urinal, and then when it's dark late at night, I just pour it out the freaking window. <laughs> so the urine but is covering the side of his jug. half of it. The truth, the great story about it is... How we take a shit in the truck. Now that's what I wanted to hear. And um, the way I do it, I lay out one of those plastic Walmart bags, like um, that you get when you get your groceries and stuff. 
squat over a catcher style like you're playing a baseball game. <laughs> and you your take your off. gallon jug of your urinal and you stick your cock in that, take a piss in that, and then shit all over the fucking bag. God, that's such an awful <laughs> visual. <laughs> I apologize to anybody who's eating right now. <laughs> Okay, well, I just want to finish this up here. <laughs> and then you wipe your ass, then you grab another bag, and you throw all that, all that shit in the Walmart bag and the toilet paper in the bag, and you uh, tie it off, and either chuck that out the window, or you wait till you get to a truck stop, and you, you chuck it in a garbage can. But, um... A lot of times, you know, you don't quite make the bag or it might be a little runny and kind of go all over the place. Wow, okay. You know, I'm going to reiterate your apology. I apologize to anybody who's eating, like eating breakfast while listening to the show today because that's disgusting. That's just disgusting. But Trucker Paul is one of my favorite listeners. And uh, Trucker Paul, if you're out there, um, I hope you're doing well. And uh, I just want to say I apologize to all the highway workers who've had to pick up your uh, fecal matter over the years. So, you know, Wackily, uh, if we kept apologizing to people, we'd be here for like, this would be like a three hour long episode. Well, we pointed out earlier, it's not all inclusive. This is just a significant portion. We're not, you know, we're not writing all the people we've wronged, but uh, we're, we're writing, you know, we're, we're apologizing to a good number of them. Okay. We're, we're making some fucking amends. All right. So give us a fucking break. Um, the, the last group that I want to apologize to. And from the bottom of my heart, I really, deeply want to apologize to the listeners. I want to apologize to the listeners. And the reason I want to apologize to the listeners is is for this. I'm sorry, and I will try not to let it happen again. Episode 218, segment two, or as I call it, episode 218, 2.0. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is Sick and Wrong, America's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Did you even play the intro music? <laughs> I didn't have the technology. <laughs> I was doing, it was like the Bobby McFerrin version of the show by myself. Yeah, it was pretty good. Acapella. It was pretty good. Starring just one guy, Lance Wackerly. <laughs> So, Wackerly, how was your weekend? It was pretty fucking good. Thanks for... Multiple personalities going on there. I was, uh, you know, putting on a show by myself for the people. That's Wackerly. Uh, What did you do? I did the same fucking thing you did, so shut the fuck up about it, okay? (laughs) That's my favorite part. It's when you get mad at yourself. It's like voice number one is now angry at voice number two because we did the same fucking thing. Welcome to my world. <laughs> and and I apologize for this, people. And I'm deeply sorry. You're stuck with me. You've done this before on episode 218, so let's get started. <laughs> Jesus. Dee told me it wasn't going to be available this week, so I said, what are we going to do? I'm going to skip the episode? He said, I don't really care what you do. <laughs> Actually, he gave me two pieces of advice. He said, get drunk. That's a do. And don't read or talk about science fiction. So I did have a plan, but that plan was nixed by D. 
So I had to come up with plan two. Here's plan. I love how uh, one, one thing I want to point out. This is so. This is episode two thirty-eight, and the other one was right. two eighteen. So that's twenty episodes. Audio quality has not improved whatsoever. I was just about to mention my, it's like my Office Max $15 microphone. You, you could hear that yeah, hum in the background. Yeah. It's lo-fi. You know, there's it's a lot of lo-fi. garage bands. It's part of the that. appeal, though. That's part of the appeal. Yeah, it that, it, it's just a little bit more. And two. A tree grows in Brooklyn. <laughs> the American classic about a young girl's coming of age. Written by Betty Smith. Okay, people, I apologize for True Gross in Brooklyn. <laughs> Betty Smith, I uh, I looked up a photo of her. She's quite attractive, or was, you know, back in the day. Yeah, but she was like a Gloria Steinem yeah, feminist. She's really bonable, though. Yeah, Gloria Steinem. I apologize for that. <laughs> apologize you should to apologize feminists. to Gloria Steinem. <laughs> Gloria Steinem was kind of cute, but yeah, she would just talk your ear off Those about Harry Pitts. I couldn't, I couldn't get into that. Well, there you go. There you go, people. I think we've apologized to... I think we've apologized enough for one episode. Significant, yeah. I mean, at some point, you just it stops being sincere. Yeah, and and these apologies were sincere. I don't want to sound glib here. I mean, there was definitely sincerity in these apologies. About as sincere as a North Korean crying over the loss of their dear leader. All right, you've gone too far. Okay, all right. I I take that. I apologize, Kim Jong-il. Um... So yeah, they, there you go, people. You know, we we've righted some wrongs. I feel like we've uh, made it through some of those steps there in the the assholes anonymous pro that the the, the the assholes anonymous steps in the program there. So um, that's time to move on. Uh, you know, it's it's you got to move on. You got to keep on living. You got to keep on. I feel like a on. new man. This is why I kind of feel this is a spiritual awakening over. for me. Um, you know, I don't think I'll ever really piss anybody off again or or talk ill of someone behind their back. Okay, well, maybe, maybe not, not today. Maybe not till next week. Um, well, actually, we got a new uh, Audible promo that was uh, recorded from, from a listener. Um, really? You know, we might need to apologize after we play this, but... Uh, well, it's not us. It's the listener. Yeah, it's a listener, so he should probably apologize. But it's a great Audible promo. So here, here's a, a promo for audible.com. Sam McLaughlin here, and I would like for you to listen to a book on Audible. Wow, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> it's a great Sarah McLaughlin impression. Damn good Sarah really McLaughlin. Hard. Yeah. I, I didn't even know she was a fan. Sounds just like her. It must be her. I didn't know she listened. Thousands of black men each year in America try to read books to their children at night, but their lips get in the way. So to help fight this very serious issue, please go to audible.com and use coupon code DIDDLE. Please, for the sake of all black children everywhere... Help them hear books. YouTube.com slash room classes. What, did he just plug himself? Did he plug himself at the end of that? <laughs> I couldn't even understand what he said, so it was a plug fail, but... Definitely a failure with plugging, but... Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think... Um, I don't think that's a real disease. That, that was awful. Yeah, that was awful. We should probably... That was like picking any humor. I know. I mean, we, it's like making fun of black people for eating watermelons and a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, pro- okay, stop okay. right now. I want to apologize. The, the on. I want to apologize to black people for playing that. Just in time apology. Yeah, okay. But, but you can go to audiblepodcast.com, um, just type in diddling and check out, and uh, get a free spoken audiobook. Any book you want. 
You really you could get I mean, tree a tree grows in Brooklyn, and yes, have somebody with a prettier voice read it to you. <laughs> uh, well, people, we got a few phone calls. The Cigarong Junk Dial line wishing us a happy anniversary. Two zero six 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 three eight four six. All right, number. this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, now we're we're moving on. I've here. been I've good. been remor- remorseful this whole time, and now I'm just ready for the the praise accolades. and love to wash over me. The praise. Let's here. go. So here's call number one from uh, a a big fan and a good friend of the show. Hello, dear Larry, or Lance, or whatever the non-Amish one's name is. You know, the effeminate one with the horn-rimmed glasses and the extremely annoying high-pitched voice. Hey. Wait, is he talking about me or you? I don't know. I don't even know. I think he's getting his host confused. It's Steele from the Bell, and I wanted to call and congratulate you two douchebags on your six-year anniversary. Holy shit. I don't want to sound like a cunty mother-in-law or anything, but maybe it's time you two lovebirds start a family. You know, have children of your own. It's time to (laughs) consummate the marriage, so to speak. Don't worry, Lance. I'm sure the heave isn't going to leave you while you're pregnant and all knocked up just because your ankles get fat and you have pimples all over your back. (laughs) You won't regret it, Lance. Motherhood is a precious gift, and you have great maternal instincts. Anyway, congrats, fags. You know, six years is a hell of a long time. After all, it's, what, three times as long as FTV lasted, and it's only two years shy of how long I have had erectile dysfunction. Needless to say, your show is likely having more success than my dick, as you guys just need a Jew, a nerd, and, well, a couple of microphones whereas my dick needs $80 a month for refills of Viagra, a little dirty talk from time to time, a digit in my ass, and not to mention an inviting and agape hole of an extremely inebriated, washed-up bar skank who has a very low opinion of herself who is still struggling with issues as to why her father teabagged her while she was in her sleep and still in her early tweens. Yeah, that's right. I said tweens, not teens. Tweens. Huh. Anyway, uh, rape, abortion, and AIDS to you both. Love, steal. Oh, and P.S. If Wackerly complains about me making him the pregnant one in your little love, your little love nest scenario I just gave you, well then you can tell him to go fuck himself. Maybe he will learn some manners and fucking say goodbye to us like a normal oh, human being Jesus the next time Christ. I see him. I will never, ever live that down. I you guess know, I should apologize to Martin and Steele I, I was about for to not say, saying goodbye to them that one time. You should apologize to uh, From the Ville, the former host of From the Ville. For, I just uh, did. For just not saying goodbye and just <laughs> not even wave it. Not even wave it. I still don't it. think they'll, they'll forgive me. Even with this <laughs> official apology on the Apology Clip Show. <laughs> I love how Steele is so specific in the type of woman that he's attracted to. Well, he knows what he likes. He does. The, the man always has known who he likes. And he's a good friend of the show, and it's <laughs> thank you, Steele. For, uh, he's get- also quite prescient, because I was about to complain that I was the pregnant one. You know, I knew oh, he man. was going to. I, I knew you were going to do that, so uh, I, I'm not surprised that he mentioned that. Um, thank you, Steele. It's always good to hear from you. Here's another uh, big fan of the show, Kitty. Hi, Dan Lance. It's Kitty. On behalf of Wes and I, I'd like to congratulate you on your anniversary show, or whatever the hell, I think that's happening, or your anniversary, whatever the fuck. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we'll be sending you any fun presents, which you haven't really talked about, but you know what I mean. Um, yep, don't have any fun or cool stories, but congratulations, and keep on going. Fuck off. 
Oh, man. <laughs> See, I was going to be like, that's a heartfelt, you know, thank you and praise. And then she's got to end it with the fuck off. The fuck off, yeah. And that's uh, typical of most of our fans. In fact, um, a lot of the calls that we did receive were just... I like one guy actually had a machine call us and was like, this is a message from like a, the phone number. Just said, faggots. And it just went out and that was it. It was just, this is a message from the phone number. Faggots. Not congratulations, just faggots. I, I mean, I deserve an apology. Well, it's fans. laconic. It's succinct. I mean, he expressed himself in just one word. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate mm-hmm. the brevity. Um, here, here's another one from another uh, forum member. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Nerd from the Forum. It's all on the, the happy sixth anniversary. Thanks for all the shows. We appreciate it. Take care, guys. Thank you. Where where the hell was he? I think he's on the top of like Mount Tam or something. Like battling orcs or something? I mean, <laughs> all you just hear is wind in the background. Like he's on, like the, the, you know, like, yeah. Like he's no longer battling. They're all dead laying around him. He's like the, corpse, the Frank Frazetta barbarian, yeah. just like standing on a pile of orc corpses. Giant I'm, samurai sword. I must Nerds call sick and wrong and congratulate them on their six year anniversary. It's just weird. Nerd's one of my favorite um fans and, and uh he's a big guy he's a big poster of the forum. He's got quite a backstory. <laughs> yeah, I do think I'm gonna go into. Thank you, nerd, for calling in. Here, here's another guy. He, like, he likes ferrets. That's something I'm willing to talk about. He's got a ton of ferrets for some reason. It's an interesting hobby. It is a very interesting Ferret hobby. breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's another guy uh, that called in to congratulate us. I think I might know this guy, actually. Hey, this is Wheeler. Uh, you asked, uh, about <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I think it's you, a friend of mine, actually. It's not you, because you, you it's un, impossible for you to disguise your voice to that level. No, this is, uh, you, you said you wanted one of the wheelers to call in. I mean, this is I obvious, know. this is me proving to you that I'm not just full of bullshit. Well, I'm still incredulous. Like, I, I, I picture you sitting next to some guy at the bar and, tell, and handing him your phone and saying, could you call this hotline number and, and say that your name is Wheeler and do this? But, all right, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. You asked uh, about jumping the shark. Well, I've been listening since the very beginning. Uh, if you remember, way back then, you had a preview show before the first episode was uh, released. After that preview show, that's where you jumped the shark. But it's been enjoyable. And for fuck's sake, Lance, stop saying always, anyways, always. Do I still say that? That's just not proper grammar. <laughs> well, anyways, you sound educated, but uh, when you munch the language that way, it <laughs> now stop doing drugs. So earlier in the early in the show, when you said that we we used to say anyways and we sounded like idiots, I still say that apparently. Thanks a lot. No, this guy's probably referring to the earlier episodes because I haven't heard. I, us des- say I that. deserve an apology. I haven't heard it's a us- colloquialism. I don't think I've heard either one of us say that in like a couple of years. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, you were being critiqued by a guy named Wheeler. I just want to let you know that. Is that the Wheeler or is that one of the Wheelers? There's a lot of Wheelers in my life. I've, I've lived a long time, Wacker. I'm, I'm older than you are. And I've, like I've met a, t- quite a few Wheelers, all right? I'd like to ask him a few questions about <laughs> some stories that I've heard. 
All right, here's the last one. And this guy we haven't heard from for, for, for quite a while. Uh, the Magpie. Greetings, girls. It's the Magpie. I'm not even going to try playing my fucking theme music on this goddamn cell phone because I know it ain't going to fucking sound like shit or whatever. But I just saw that your sixth anniversary show will be recorded tomorrow, and I see that this happened 11 hours ago. So I'm hoping I get this message in and, uh, and uh, before you do your show, and I would just like to say congratulations, kids. Good job. I mean, I'm a little behind on the show because... The third hundred show, you know, I, I knew you guys were trolling, but still, it just kind of killed my buzz for just a little bit. So I've been behind, but I'm coming back up, but I'm almost back up to speed. And I know I miss Christmas, and I usually have a good message for Christmas like no one else, but anyways. All right, but anyways, uh, congratulations, guys, on the sixth anniversary show. Have a good show, and uh, thanks. Keep it up. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Peace out. Lee. That was the Magpie. Thank you, Magpie. It's been a while. What did so. we do on the 300 show? I forgot. Remember the celebrity news? No. <laughs> now I do, now that you mention it. I Massive troll. I like how even <laughs> this guy, a devoted listener, was just like, oh, fuck that. I can't hear it. I can't listen to him anymore. I got to take a break. I got to oh, like, man. what is that? Uh, iBleach or what's that website? iBleach.com? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think Grish, he kind of needed, sort of thing. he needed ear bleach after that yeah. celeb news uh, podcast of ours. Um, people, thank you for calling the Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial line 206-666-3846 and wishing us a happy anniversary. We appreciate it. There are, there are quite a few more. We don't have time to play everybody, but, uh, but thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Finally, we got, we got one email here to sickandwrongpodcast.com and this email, this one right here, this is what keeps me going. This is what has kept me going these past six years. This is why I do Sick and Wrong week in and week out. Not for the royalties. You know, not for the occasional clun shots, which we haven't received That's in quite I a while. I do it for the people, Wackerly. I don't know about you. I do it for the people. We do a service. I do it for the people with pussies who will take photographs of them and send them in. Those okay, so Wackerly just does it for the clunge. I do it because we are a public service for mankind. So we got an email here from a guy named Knock Vicker, who actually called on the previous show. He says, sick and wrong, save my marriage. I took your advice along the lines of anything now goes, and fucked her up the arse last night. I made her suck my tank and tongue my arsehole after a hard day at work. Thanks for helping to save my marriage, sick and wrong. You fellas are the best. You two should run for a joint presidency and knock our piss-poor country into shape. Cheers, now it's Stella time. Knock Vicker. P.S. I'm debating whether or not to tell my mates so, uh, they can, just so they can make slide jokes. P.P.S. Should I continue where her ex left off, video her, and post it on the forum? Is that too much? So he's referring to the, the, the woman, his wife, who he's married to. He found out that her ex-boyfriend used to force her or cajole her into having her vagina licked by their pet dog. And so wackily, I think you were the one who disseminated the, the device of the, the, best, the, the advice of, no, you know, don't, don't divorce her. Don't freak out on her. You should u- utilize this to your advantage. And now yeah. you could do, you have, you know, carte blanche to do whatever you want to any hole. And it's I, all fair game at that point. The advice you dispensed saved their marriage. Wow. I feel like Dr. Phil. You've been very similar. You know, I think we are kind of like that. We're, we're probably the bizarro version of Dr. Phil, but Dr. Phil nonetheless, you know? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'm like Dr. Phil. You're, you're like Dr. <laughs> Phil's son that he has on the show every once in a while just because his son can't get a real job on his own. 
and he All has right. him like go interview some people on the street. That that's more like you. Who's the interior I, decorator guy? It's also on the Oprah channel. I don't know. I for, okay, I'm more like that guy. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. What it's I'm in. Is. I'm in. I'm doing. I'm decorating the interior of the soul of these people. That's what I try to do. I forgot the guy's it's, name. It's, it's like useful. Jason something. Anyway, uh, thanks for calling in, and feel free to call us. My Two Cents Thought Experiment, um, the other thing we do with the gays. Give us a call, send us an email, and we will help you. Just, you know, figure out life's problems. That's kind of what we're here for. Uh, the Sick and Wrong Forum, Wackerly, uh, you know, I posted up a, uh, a thread about the six-year anniversary asking people to call in, emailing yeah. us MP3s, wishing us a happy anniversary. Yep. And, uh, you know, we got some interesting comments uh, from a couple of people. And, you know, I don't want to read them all. People, you should join up on the Sick and Wrong Forum, you can see. But some of them are really funny. Uh, the Sodomizer say, says, I would say D is still going strong. Lance is more like a cat dying of a combination of leukemia and feline AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> a combination, huh? Nice. Chicken Fucker, on, on the other hand, says, I'd say that Lance has been on good form for a while now. Okay, his idea of prep is just logging into Skype, but they're both going strong. <laughs> Wackerly hasn't mentioned hating it for a while. He's been stuck through the 300 mark. And I got to say, dude, I, I'm tipping my glass to you for doing that. I think you should apologize to me. <laughs> making me stick around. I am so done with apologies, but okay, I'm sorry. Right. Last one. Right All right. There. Cheers. Okay, accepted. Congratulations. Cheers, Cheers whatever. And then uh, this guy, Gimme Yeager, just wrote a hilarious piece of fan fiction that you got to sign up on the forum. Just go to sickerownpodcast.com, click on forum, and it's in the podcast feedback thread. The forum's been cracking me up lately. I, gotta, I spent like an hour on there the other day. But go check it out. Um, also, thank you, people. The reason we've been going strong for this long is because of all the response we're getting on iTunes. Um, you know, I was looking at our stats, and the majority of people do find out about the show through iTunes and listen to the show through, via iTunes. And that's where we get a lot of downloads. So keep going to the show. Subscribe. Do a search on iTunes for Sick and Wrong. Subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a rating. Help us out with exposure. We appreciate it. Uh, here's, some, here's a good piece of Sick and Wrong news, actually. So there's a, another forum thread from another forum member. Have you seen that girl, that tattoo chick? I was going to bring this up, but I didn't know um, whether you would appreciate it. You know, yeah, it's, I, know I think this is about. the start of something grand. A sick and all wrong. these British, all these British pinup models are fans of the show for some reason. Yeah, but you wanna know, you wanna know why this is grand, Wackerly? This is a why? sick and wrong Quado T cat fight that that I've been that I inadvertently, you know, initiated by giving Pompey Thorn a free sick and wrong tea in exchange for sexy pics. I invoke the jealousy here of that tattoo chick. That's like, what the fuck? Why does Pompey get this shirt? Why don't exactly. I get a shirt? And so yes. she was like, I'll even give you sexier pics as fuck Poppy. And so I was like, you know, fine with me. I will give you a free shirt for your, in exchange for your sexy pics. I'll give you the real deal. And she's like, she sent me an email back via Facebook saying, I will give you way sexier pics than Poppy. So now nice. it kind of seems like we're getting a sick and wrong Quano T catfight action going on. All these pictures are going to be posted to the forum. It's going to benefit everybody. Oh, so, yeah. We need to get a third, maybe a third one in there. Any other hot pin or, or once the picks come in, we have to say, well, this one's sexy, but not quite as sexy as that one. You and know, then, I you was know, thinking, vice versa. What I was thinking what we should do is have a vote 
on the forum, actually. Which picks are sexy? Which set of picks are sexier? Or who's been able to jack off more times to which set of picks? <laughs> you know, I, I think knowing, um, the, knowing the most of the forum members, it's going to be quite a high number. You know, I was looking at both girls on their uh, their Facebooks, and I was like, well, you, both these chicks are very attractive, right? You know, and it, it'd be hard. Oh, for it's me it's to, not about which girl is 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 prettier. Well, I don't want to give them too much confidence, but uh, chicks, it's all going to be the arrangement of the photo. Yeah. That's that's what it's going to be. So people stay tuned. You know, in your future, you're going to get some sexy, sick and wrong Quado tea shots uh, that we're going to post up on the website. And if you want to order a sick and wrong tea, now's a chance because uh, they've been selling actually quite well. And I don't know if we're going to reprint this one. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store and get your tea today. It really does Let me help just us. put it this way. The next one is going to be a Wackerly solo design. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to get this one. It's just basically. At least if be, I have anything to say about it, it will be. It's going to be the cover of A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, redrawn <laughs> by Wackerly. You're going to love exactly. that. Um, finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Um, it comes in from a guy named T. Danza. Is it hmm. the T. Danza? I'm not sure. I would assume that it is. He writes uh, Happy anniversary, Dean Lance. Are you fags common law yet? You know, what is common law? 10 years? Yeah, I think so. So no, we're not, okay? No. I know you probably I know you probably have some shit metal song to play at the end of the show, but I suggest you play this instead. I feel it describes the mentality of anyone who has listened to you two bastards going on for the past six years. He sent in the Ghetto Boys, Mind of a Lunatic. It's a great Mm -hmm. song. I do love that song. Great fitting way to end uh, the uh, six-year anniversary show. Congratulations. Keep it wrong. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong forever. T. Danza. Uh, thank you, Tony. I'm I didn't know to Tony was Tony. such a Ghetto Boys fan. I didn't even know Tony was a sick and wrong fan. Yeah, well. Surprising. People, thanks for listening to us for all these years. Seriously. It, it blows me away. It's your emails, your phone calls, the promos you record, your hate-filled rants. Screeds. That you leave on the forum, the screeds, the screeds. That's what keeps the sick and wrong flames burning. You know, if the fans didn't care, I don't think we'd care. We would have stopped years ago, which would have made Lance probably a much more happier person. You know, now that I think about it, <laughs> you probably wouldn't be as much of an alcoholic having to apologize. Yes, I'd to all like these to people. apologize to my own liver. <laughs> and that's our final apology. So keep it sick, keep it wrong, people. We'll be back next week. Uh, with episode 315. Until then, take it sleazy. Good night.
shouldn't have had her curtains open, so that's a fake. Leaving out of house, got the bitch by her mouth. Drug her back in, slam her down on the couch. Whip out my knife so they can scream I'm cutting. Open her legs and commence the fucking. She begged me not to kill her, I gave her a rose. Then slit her throat and watch her shake till her eyes closed. Had sex with the corpse before I left her. And drew my name on the wall like Helter Skelter. Run for shelter, never crossed my mind. I had a day drug, a nade, and even a nine. Another innocent victim of this homicidal maniac. 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 Another innocent victim of this homicidal maniac. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Dreaming of the people I've dismantled. I close my eyes and in a circle appears the images of sons of bitches that I murdered. Flashbacks of bodies being fucked up. Once I attack, I'm like a pit on a way just going for guts. But used to die when I'm full of that frock. I'll be having when I'm high, so I say fucking just my bullet fly. Like I said, before skull faces my identity, a homicidal maniac with suicidal tendencies. I'm on the violent tip, so you'll get a grip. And bitch come equipped, ain't taking no shit. Cause here comes a my lunatic. My girl's getting skinny, she's strung out on coke. So I went to her mother's house and cut out a throat. Her grandma was standing there, she was screaming out brand As she reached for the telly, I put the blade on granny's ass Went to the back and grabbed a shovel Now granny's on her way to meet the devil Pulled out my 38 and ain't at the bitch A cop says, Freeze, motherfucker. bitch suck my dick I said, die motherfuckers as I blasted Something clicked in my head, visions of bodies in plastic The scent of shots and human flesh Pigs dying from bullet wounds to the chest No sheriff's gonna take me on the road Dark as fuck and let his pistols explode Fuck that cause I used to die So I reloaded my Uzi And fired up another fry It got me crazy as fuck A rage is psychotic Full of that angel's dust The cops had the place surrounded Hunted for a way to get out I found it Innocent bystanders will watch and set an example I popped one Let me go, goddammit, got free All of these motherfuckers coming with me all of a sudden the shit got silent I remember waking up And in a solemn Being treated like a troubled kid My shirt was all bloody And both of my wrists were slit Think it's his horses ain't his horses It gets no telling what's being thought of In the mind of a lunatic Maniac, 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 maniac. I can't quit Saint Maniac Maniac November 1st, 1966 A damn fool was born with the mind of a lunatic I should have been killed But sister fucked around and let me live Now I develop a criminal behavior Fuck with me And I'll slay your ass Beyond recognition shit Your dental records couldn't prove your identity Bitch, I beg your pardon I'm talking to pardon You never find a motherfucker so save your milk cartons Cross the line, your ass is mine I don't give a fuck if you're nine or ninety-nine Blind, cripple or crazy Pushing up daisies You wanna know what makes me click My psychiatrist said I got the mind of a lunatic Let's get out of here That guy's crazy Let's get out of here That guy's crazy
It's deceitful. She, why wouldn't she come clean and tell me, hey, you know, I used to have a dick and I went to Australia. Well, let's not, okay, let's cut this short. Let's not talk about how you would feel. Let's talk about what action you would take. Would you just kick her out and move on or what? I'm a sensible fellow. I think I would go back and be like, you lying, cheating whore. You, you tell used her me, off. woman. Yeah. You used you me. Tell and then I'd be gone. Yeah. Would you paint a scarlet letter on her, like a big T? <laughs> push, her, push her on, Yeah, push her on the I would... What would you do, Wacker? I would put her in the stirrups and get a close look at this vagina that I've been fucking and be like, that is not... With a magnifying glass and be like, this is a fake vagina? Those Australians do incredible work, because I never could tell. And like, I mean, maybe I had a lot of anal, but I would, I would just be like, I can't believe this is a fake vagina. Yeah, or maybe it was I mean, the first chick you ever fucked, and been like, well, if this is a fake vagina, real vaginas must be awesome. You know, I would really get in there and examine this false vagine. But dude, think about it, though. Think about it. this is Russia we're talking about. This the the USSR, former USSR. Right. This guy. Probably had been used to fucking raccoons and oxen and whatever kind of other, you know, animal Not life. transgender oxen. Though. No, but I mean, so, <laughs> so compared oxen. to an animal vagine, her vagine probably, you know, felt a little bit better. It's not self-lubricating. It's the hole that somebody poked in her body with a fucking scalpel.